Welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers, giving you the motivation and inspiration you need to make the most of your later years. Whether you're still in the planning stages or you're several years in, we'll share stories from boomers who refuse to act their age and continue to live a life inspired. Let them show you how being old can be new if you know what to do with your host, Terry Lorbeer. Hello and welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers. My guest today is Patricia Guth. Pat serves as the artistic director of the 95 plus voice Bucks County Women's Chorus. She's also an accomplished organist and pianist and enjoys accompanying soloists or groups as well as playing for churches and other organizations. In addition, Pat enjoys a busy career as a writer, offering articles, blogs, white papers, and more on a variety of topics, including music, travel, business, women's issues, and more. Her work has been published on more than 300 websites, as well as in numerous print publications. Welcome, Pat. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Terry. I'm so happy to have you. You're local. I haven't had that many local people that I've been able to interview. And I was looking for a course to uh, director to interview. So this just worked out perfectly. A friend of mine is part of your course, has right. been from the very beginning, I understand. So, right. yeah, so that's how we got connected. So tell us what prompted you to start the Bucks County Women's Course. Well, as you said in, in your bio, I've been involved in choral music since, oh gosh, I think the first choir I directed, I was 16. I was a senior in high school um, and I directed at a little church in Cornwell's Heights. So been doing that for 40, almost 50 years. Wow. Um, so I was often directing choirs and churches. So I had, I was kind of stuck doing sacred, I don't want to say stuck, but I did sacred music all the time. And I was really looking for an opportunity to do some secular stuff, you know, folk tunes, show tunes, stuff like that. Um, there are lots of mixed voice choirs in Bucks County, you know, choirs that sing soprano, alto, tenor, bass, but there was really nothing for just women. There were a couple of um, Sweet Adeline's choruses, one in Princeton, one in, I think, the Glenside area, which is a very particular niche. If you like to do barbershop sort of things, right. that's for you. But there was nothing uh, as far as women's choruses that would just do general choral repertoire. Mm -hmm. So I thought the need was there. And I was also about to be an empty nester. My daughter, my youngest daughter, um, was a senior in high school when I thought about starting it. So um, that's why I did it. I put, an, uh, put out a couple press releases and the Courier Times picked it up. I don't, you know, it was kismet, I guess. I have no idea why they did it. But right. somebody called me and said, you know, this sounds really interesting. Can we do a feature article on it? Wow, so they how did. lucky is that? Yeah, like, very lucky. That is, well, the universe was saying this has to happen. So right, it right, you. right. It helped right, you. <laughs> right, it helped me. So I always I always thought it was meant to be. And right. so they did that feature article. I also had my press release printed in 
several other of what I call the throwaway papers, you know, the papers that you get in the mail on a monthly basis, like right. the Times publishing papers, the Northampton Herald and, and all of those. Um, they picked it up as well because I used to write for them. So they were very good about printing um, all my press releases. So within, I'd say, a week to 10 days after the article came out in the Courier Times, I had 115 phone calls from women who were interested in singing. That is really amazing. Who would have thought there were that many women that wanted to be involved? Yeah, I figured that maybe the market was already saturated because there are so many other choirs in Bucks County. Right. Um, but apparently it was not. And people were looking for, you know, a female only ensemble. Right. And we um, set up a meet and greet. We were actually using a little church in Holland out on Buck Road and we quickly outgrew it, but we set up a meet and greet there about two weeks before the first rehearsal and we got yeah, maybe 60 to 70 people at that meet and greet. And then we scheduled the first rehearsal and the first night we had 81 women show up. That is which, really amazing. Yeah, it, it absolutely blew my mind. We had yeah. people out the door. Right. I had, yeah, I had helpers giving out music, and the line of women were lit, was literally out the door. That is really amazing. And I guess that's because women realize there's a lot of benefits to belonging to a choral group. So tell us what you think some of those benefits are. Yeah, first, I guess physically, there are a lot. Mm -hmm. um, breathing, anything cardiovascular related, you know, take learning to take deep breaths and, mm -hmm. and hold a long line, um, learning how to breathe properly. A lot of people don't breathe properly. Singing teaches you how to breathe the right way. Mm -hmm. uh, posture. I mean, that sounds ridiculous, maybe, <laughs> but... You know, we we sit up straight when we sing. We stand straight when we sing. It's you know we don't cross our legs during rehearsal. <laughs> we sit up and and sing properly so that our you know rib cages are straight and our when we fill up with good air. Um, so posture and memory. We don't memorize our music, but I still think memory plays into that whole thing. But every once in a while we do memorize a piece if we're going to say at Christmas time do a processional mm -hmm. up the center aisle, then we would rather not hold music, we'll memorize that piece. And right. I do realize that some of our members in their later ages have a little bit of a hard time with the memorization, but most of them tell me that it was good for them and they figured out a way to do it. So oh, physically, yeah. lots and lots of benefits to it. Um, mentally and emotionally and socially, just so many more benefits. And I think the big thing about this choir is it's really become a sisterhood. That is really important because as we get older, it is hard having those groups to mingle with and be social with. Once you're not in the workforce, you don't have those people anymore. So I think that's huge. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I mean, I have a number of women who tell me this is really the only or one of the few social things that I do all week. So I look forward to Monday nights. So I have those other people to mingle with. And, you know, I, people laugh at this, but I say, I don't allow divas in my choir. Everybody <laughs> has to be 
um, we're not audition first of all, so we don't people don't have to audition to be in the chorus. So, do we have people that maybe don't sing so well? Yeah, maybe. Um, but it doesn't matter. I don't, you know, I don't like to hear of people uh, criticizing someone else. So I squash that right away. You know, I, I want it to be a yeah. welcoming place. That's and- good because when my kids were little, we belonged to a church and the chorus director told my daughter to just mouth it, not to sing because her voice. Now, this was a children's choir oh and goodness. it completely crushed her. Of course. That was an awful thing to do. Just mouth it. You can't sing because you're not. She wanted she was wanted to be the best director. She wanted the best chorus. So anyone who wasn't up to snuff, she didn't want there, but she couldn't kick her out. So she said, just mouth it, it was awful. Oh. Yeah, that's too bad. That means she wasn't doing her job because I really no. believe that every child can sing. It it just takes a little bit of work. Right. There's right. no reason she couldn't have taught her to sing. And we have those. We have that issue too. I mean, we I have peers help their peers. You know, mm-hmm. if somebody's having problem with pitch or something, I hook them up with somebody else that can help them. So the social thing carries over to to many aspects of the group and if somebody's sick you know they'll get 80 cards in the mail <laughs> you know right. or they'll get a gazillion <laughs> texts or lots and lots of emails it's just it's just such a good support mechanism for so many people i had um one woman who's had just more life tragedies than you can imagine uh, mm. you know her husband her husband her her truly one and only true love husband passed away suddenly she has had children pass away in accidents you know adult children but just Mm. terrible things and and she said to me one time she says you know the choir has saved my life i'm not sure that i would be here if not for the support of the choir you know she plunged into a, a deep depression but was able to you know pull herself out of it thanks to the help of all these women you yeah, know, that and that, there for her. And that happens to a lot of women when they lose a longtime husband. When my grandmother's my grandfather died, my grandmother and him were married 50 years. So when he passed away, she was in this deep funk for two years. And I remember my mother and my aunt talking. I don't know what we can do. What, what can we do to get her out of this funk? This is terrible. And, and all of a sudden she did. She got out on her own and then she was fine because she lived another, I don't know, 20 years without him, I think. Wow. So, um, but it was very, very difficult in the beginning. So, yeah, we need those support systems to help us. Yeah, we have a number of women in the group who have been widowed since they joined the group. Mm-hmm. And some have not come back, but the ones who have always tell me that they're thankful that they did. Yeah. Because they feel like they have so much love surrounding them at this point, you know, that the, and when they really needed it. Right. And singing makes you happy so you can get out of a funk just by singing. If you're singing show tunes and fun tunes, I mean, it is fun. It really is. So that can help get you out of a funk as well. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I'll hear people say to me, um, I worked really hard today and, you know, 630 came and I just didn't want to get in the car to come to rehearsal. But after I got there, I was glad that I did. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's kind of like going to the gym. You don't really want to go. <laughs> yeah, right. you go it, because it, it, singing is an exercise as well. You're exercising different things and, and you're being social. And it's just so good for you, I think. That's why I wanted to interview. I was looking for a director to interview because I feel it's so important to be part of a choral group as you get older. Um, and w- a woman that I've known for 40 some years, she's always been talking about her group. And finally, I said, well, have her call me. We should we should have an interview because I want if anyone has never been part of a chorus group, maybe it's time to think about it because there really are a lot of benefits. And your particular group in Bucks County, it's right near. I live in Doylestown. So you're I think in the Langhorn area. We practice in Holland in Holland. okay. so um, that's not very far from me. So um, I wanted to interview someone local, but. There's so many advantages to being in a group and your particular course also travels. And I didn't realize that (laughs) Betsy didn't talk a lot about the traveling she did with the group. So I didn't know that. But tell us about some of the travels you've taken, because that's exciting as well. Sure. So we do an international performance tour every other year we started so the course began in 2012 our first trip was in 2014 um i have the travel bug my husband accuses me of planning the next vacation the day we get home from the current (laughs) vacation which i will say is true but we haven't you know we haven't always been able to afford to do big giant trips or whatever but Um, I found that there are many women in the group who kind of share my wonderlust, so to speak, mm-hmm. I guess. And um, many of them are boomer age, you know, because many of them who travel with us mm-hmm. are, are probably between the ages of 55 and 75, mostly because they have the time to do it and usually because they have the funds to do it mm-hmm. where often our younger members because we do have members as young as 20 i think our youngest is 27 mm-hmm. um they usually don't make it to the trips either because they just don't have the funds to do it or they're home taking care of kids right something like that so um we travel internationally every year our first trip was to italy in 2014 mm-hmm. I, we took i believe 55 i think 30 something chorus members and the rest were spouses or guests or or whatever and that was kind of a whirlwind trip we hit um rome venice florence siena luca san gimignano so the tour company that's kind of a funny story i'll digress a little bit the tour company wasn't used to dealing with older travelers they Mm -hmm. often so these performance tour companies often do trips for high school kids and college right that's the typical yep yes so the pace was very fast so we we learned a lot of lessons (laughs) on that first trip and actually did not use that tour company again because i felt like they maybe didn't listen to me about the age of the group but since then we've picked up another tour company out of colorado springs that we just love and we've been to uh let's see in 2016 we went to budapest vienna and salzburg oh and yeah it was a budapest was amazing i've been to all those places oh yeah amazing yes yeah they are in 2018 we did a trip that was really kind of unusual and these places were never actually on my radar at least two weren't uh we went to helsinki we went to Tallinn, Estonia, and Stockholm, Sweden, and that was just an amazing trip. 
Wow. It's incredible. In 2020, we were about five weeks from leaving for Greece (laughs) when everything shut down. So we didn't make it to Greece in 2020. We were this close. Oh, what a shame. What a shame. (laughs) I know. I know. And we haven't rescheduled Greece yet, but we probably will. In 2022, we went to um, Cork, County Cork, Dublin, and Belfast, Ireland. Oh, I would have loved to have been on that. I have Irish relatives but i've never been to ireland so i really need to get there so that sounds like a great trip yeah it was terrific though we had to leave six people behind that got covid because we were still we were still testing to come back to the u.s at the time so yeah and then in uh we have 63 people signed up to go to barcelona provence nice and monaco next may wow yeah and uh, you know and on the local side, you know, we don't always stay in the area either. We've actually sung at the White House twice with, for their fabulous. holiday. Yeah, for their holiday open house. So that was spectacular oh, experience. Yeah, what an experience. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So we, we, we sung at the Empire State Building. So we try to do for the people that don't want to travel internationally. Right. We try to make sure we've got some interesting things going on. We've sung three times with the rock band Foreigner. When, um, yes, when they've been at Parks Casino. That's so exciting. On, it was. Yeah. We get on stage and sing, I want to know what love is. So <laughs> we're, we're the only choir they've hired three times because they said we're so easy to work with. So oh that's my very gosh. exciting. That, yeah, very exciting. Oh, that is so exciting. Yeah, it is. It's all about experiences. You know, it's, it's, it's about the music, of course. You know, and I, I've trained at a music conservatory that, stressed choral music um and westminster choir college in princeton and um so i it's yes it's all about the music but i think as a director of a community choir especially a non-auditioned one mm-hmm. you have to concentrate on other things as well right and experiences and community are a absolutely. big absolutely yeah. that makes everything even better so you get the whole ball of wax you know, right. the social, right. the health benefits, you know, uh, you get to sing, you just get all the benefits. It's it's great. Uh, it's yeah. a shame. Betsy didn't talk about your group earlier, but I probably was too busy. You anyway, were too busy. I was yeah. too busy. I would have loved to have joined <laughs> it, but I was, you know, I was just too busy. So when I get to Florida, to the villages, I will look for a group. And you've already told me there's maybe five choruses down there. Yeah, there are. So check out the different directors. I had... Um, a new person joined back in September and she said to one of the other members, she says, your rehearsal, she said, I expect it, your director to be like yelling about parts and so forth. And right. your director doesn't do that. And I said, I would never do that. So, you know, you got to check out and you make sure you have a director who's chill, you know, cares about yes. the quality of music, but yes. But cares isn't about that like, yes, yeah, some of them are crazy. Yeah. They just are oh, yeah. such yeah. perfectionists. They get crazy. I've seen that. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And I think especially when you have older members, boomer members or, or right. whatever, that's not so important anymore. No, no. You know, the, qual- the quality, our quality of music is still good and has grown tremendously over the last 12 years. Right. But fun is still a big part of the of the picture exactly and the audience enjoys your music no matter what we don't expect perfection when we're out there in the audience we just love seeing a big group of women up there on the stage so 
Oh yeah, smiling faces, yep. you know, that makes all the interacting with the audience that makes all the difference in the world. And that's I think that's what makes a good performance. Um we had when we went to Budapest, we sang in a festival with four or five other choirs. And the other choirs were all, shall we say, snooty. Um <laughs> <laughs> so they sang some very elevated repertoire kind of right. kind of you know not real easy for the audience to get into but but very well done you know they were very much perfectionist and you know the audience in Budapest clapped for them very nicely <laughs> and we were I think we were the last ones on before we all sang together we all did sing together later on in the concert but we all did our own little like 15 minutes right. and we got up there and we sang a german folk tune um that was called no no that wasn't that we sang a, different, a song that was called oh no and it was about how um this couple broke up and she says oh no oh no i'll never mention him and it was very you know kind of funny and, and dramatic in a funny way right. and we stomped our feet and so forth well when we finished the audience went bonkers i bet crazy yeah and you know i looked at the snooty conductor that was conducting <laughs> the festival and i thought see <laughs> my non-audition choir yeah Got the audience all excited. Yeah. Exuded joy. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. That is all what it's about. When my one daughter, my middle daughter, was in like sixth, sixth grade, I think it was sixth grade, she was in the course in her school. And I went to their spring concert and the director did some amazing things that everyone was cheering like they were they wore white gloves and they clapped their hands and they mm -hmm. did things with their hands and it made it so much more interesting and it was yeah. so much fun and that had never been done up until then she's like almost 50 now so um <laughs> this was way back but it was one of the best kids concerts i had ever seen yeah and it's okay for it to be about entertainment right. as, well as, as well as musicality because that's Absolutely. sort of music you yeah should enjoy, music should be a joy in your life Absolutely. And you should have fun singing. And I don't know how many people sing in the car anymore. I don't think there's as many that sing in the shower, sing in the car, but we really should because singing's good for us. It really is. It's good for our breathing. It makes you feel good. It changes your attitude. You can flip your attitude in a second by singing a song that you love or even just listening to a song that you love on the radio. Oh, yeah. And there are tons of studies that back that up. There's an organization called Chorus America who did a big study a couple of years ago um, about the benefits. And there's now an amazing number of Americans that sing in some sort of community chorus. I think it's 40 something percent. Almost almost half of Americans sing in either like a church choir, a temple choir, a community chorus. So people are catching on. Good. That's pretty yeah. amazing. Like, we've never, never had we've never had less than 75 people in our chorus. And that was right after the pandemic when people were still a little anxious, yeah, a little anxious about singing in a group. Yeah. Right. But right. We were up to 97 this past year and we hope to surpass 100. That is amazing. That is really amazing. So, but it's great. I'm glad to hear that because there's a lot of people that are benefiting from being in the choir. And uh, now where do you go sing in the local areas? Do you sing at churches? Do you hold regular concerts? What do you kind of do? So we do two major concerts a year um, that people, we call it our friends and family concert, which allows 
choir members, friends and family to come. And those are generally in December. So one holiday themed and then usually the end of May or the beginning of June. And then we do what I like to call runouts um, mm -hmm. where we, where we, we've sung at retirement homes. We've, uh, we've sung it. Uh, let's see, Pearl Buck. We did a big concert at per the Pearl S Buck property. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah. Spring. Yeah. We've sung at uh, the Mercer Museum. We've sung in Tyler Park. Um, mm. We sing. We've sung for Liberté, which is a community for uh, women with addiction issues. A wonderful opportunities to bring music to people like that. We've done the. We've done the national anthem at Phillies games. I think three times. Have you? Uh, wow! Yeah, exciting. It is fun at Trenton. Yeah. Trenton Thunder. We've sung for them, the minor league teams. Right. Um, yeah, we're all over the place. So um, we're always eager. Churches sometimes, like a women's organization, will um, invite us for their holiday party or, or spring get-together or something like that. But yeah, and we're super eager to look to find new um, venues as well. Oh, excuse my Alexa is going off there. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're we're always happy to be invited someplace else. Oh, that's yep. great. So if yep. people want to contact you for the local people listening, how do they get in touch with you so that they can maybe, you know, ask about another venue or join the group, one or the other? Sure. Um, lots of information about the chorus is on our website, which is buckscountywomenschorus.com, which is women's with an E. Uh, W-O-M-E-N-S chorus.com. Um, they can reach me at bcwomenschorus at yahoo dot com or um they can find our a couple of different phone numbers on the website oh good well. good yeah. so and, and i'll have all that in the show notes so anyone who's great. exercising or out walking or whatever yeah. listening or listening in the car all you have to do is go to kickassboomers.com and click on Pat's picture and then all the show notes come up. So you'll be able to see all the different ways you can contact her. And I'm also going to be promoting on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram all week long. And a lot of that information will be on there too. So if you need to contact Perfect. Pat, there's lots of different ways to contact her. So maybe you'll get some more members from the podcast that would be great that would be great yeah our website has some videos of things we've done in the past as does our facebook page so yeah your listeners can feel free to to check those out as well and our registration form is on our website and a link to it is on our facebook page Great, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on Kick-Ass Boomers. It's been a lot of fun um, interviewing a local person because most of my people are all over the world or all over the U.S. So this has been great. I've only had a couple of local people. So this is- Well, thanks for having fun. me. You're oh, welcome. Thanks for having me, Terry. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks so much. Take care. Thank you. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Kick-Ass Boomers. For more information on today's guest, along with the show notes and other inspiring resources, buzz on over to kickassboomers.com. And don't forget to join our Kick-Ass community on Facebook or LinkedIn to continue the conversation. Be bold, not old.
Looking to take your podcast to the next level with video? Are you looking to develop a podcast but don't know where to start? From recording and editing to final distribution and marketing, we can help every step of the way to make your podcast stand out and get the results it deserves. Contact us today at premierpodcastpros.com to take your podcast to the next level. 